Hello, everybody, word nerds. How are you? Okay, the first word in this episode is the second form of cramp, noun from the 15th century. I think that would be a good nickname for a uh, a grandma or a grandpa. Just, just cramp, not gramp or gramps, just cramp. Number 1A, a usually iron device bent at the ends and used to hold timbers of blocks of stone or blocks of stone together. And of course, you know, if we look at the etymology from yesterday, the last word, uh, it was from Old High German krampf, which means bent. So an iron device bent at the ends used to hold timbers or blocks of stone together. Uh, yeah, maybe maybe we'll find a picture of one of these these cramps, but it's bent. So that's why it's called that, cramp bent. Uh, 1B, the synonym is just clamp. Clamp and cramp are the same thing. 2A, something that confines. And the synonym is shackle. I have not heard of cramp used in that way, but clearly you can. 2B, the state of being confined. I feel so cramped. If I am if I'm in a space, if I'm cramped up and I can't move my arms, that's a problem. I don't like that. That's that's not a good feeling to me. Um if you're on the train going at rush hour in a big city, you are all very cramped on the car and that's that's not fun. I don't like that either. Especially now. Okay, the sound effect is slurp. So the next word is the third form of cramp verb from the 15th century, starting with transitive. One, to affect with or as if with a cramp or cramps. 2A, the synonyms are confine and restrain, as in was cramped in the tiny apartment. Mm, they probably can't afford a bigger apartment. Number 2B, to restrain from free expression. And this is used especially in the phrase cramp one's style. You should never, um, to, let's see, to restrain from free expression. Yes, you should never be restrained or restrain someone else from their expression don't be cramping one style that's their style they need to let that style free number three to fasten or hold with a cramp now that's probably the uh the iron device and then intransitive is just to be affected with cramps i'm cramped slurp fourth form of cramp adjective from 1674 one, hard to understand or figure out, as in cramp law terms. Hmm. That is uh, is cramped to me. It's hard to understand or figure out. Oh, also is in cramped handwriting. Now, if I saw the phrase cramp cramp handwriting, I would think it uh, there it, the the text is cramped together. But but um, no, it's just. 
It's just handwriting that's maybe too messy to read. Number two, being cramped, as in a cramp corner. I would, I think these days we would just say a cramped corner. Slurpy derp. Next word is crampon. Crampon. Noun crampon. Cramp off. Crampon, cramp off. The cramper. Okay, noun from the 15th century. One, a hooked clutch or dog for raising heavy objects. A dog? Uh, This is usually used in plural crampons. And then number two, a climbing iron used especially on ice and snow in mountaineering. And again, usually used in plural crampons. There is a picture of this number two definition. Um, So it says it's a climbing iron. I would think by hearing that, that it's something that you hold in your hand, but no, this is the stuff that you attach to your boot. Uh, So there's a boot, a climbing boot, a mountain boot, and it has all these straps around it because the straps are holding on a thing that you put at the bottom of the shoe underneath the sole, and it has all these spiky things poking out because if you have to mountain climb, ice climb, you need the sharp thing so you you stick in one place. It's very very helpful, but you don't you don't want to go walking around on the regular uh, sidewalk with these crampons. You're probably going to break them or wear them down. So you should only use it for uh, mountaineering on rock or ice or snow. I'm sorry, I'm yawning. I hope you're yawning too now. Uh, okay, any etymology? Mm, nah. But it does look like uh, some of these these metal spikes are bent a little bit. So that might be why uh, they're called cramps, crampons. Okay, slurp. Next is cranberry. Noun from 1647. One, the red acid berry produced by some plants of the Heath family. And then also a plant producing these is also called cranberry. The plant is the cranberry plant and it produces cranberries. Let's see. The species names for these plants are, uh, let's see, Vaccinium oxycoccus, maybe, and also Vaccinium macrocarpon. Hmm. Number two. Any of various plants with a fruit that resembles a cranberry. And then also number three is just a dark red. Um, it says it is a part translation of the lower German Kranbere. K-R-A-A-N-B-E-R-E. Uh, that is from Kran, which means crane. C-R-A-N-E. And then also berry, which means berry. Crane berry. But why did they pick the word crane to describe this berry? Mm, Maybe we will learn about that when we get to crane in a couple of words. Okay, that's cranberry. uh, I've heard that it's very good 
for your your system. It's good to drink uh, your was it your urinary tract system possibly. I don't know. I don't know the details. That's just what I've heard. Okay, next. Slurp. It is cranberry bush. Two words. Noun from 1778. It is just the synonym high bush cranberry. High bush is one word and then cranberry. Must be a specific kind of cranberry plant. Next word. Slurpy slurp. It is the first form of crane. C-R-A-N-E. Noun from before the 12th century. One. Any of a family of tall wading birds superficially resembling the herons but structurally more nearly related to the rails cranes uh, i think i actually saw a crane walking down the street in my residential neighborhood uh, i don't know maybe 10 years ago or something i was not aware that we had any animals like that I swear it was probably five or six feet tall. Does that sound right? Maybe I need to find a picture of a crane and confirm my suspicions. It was very odd. Um, okay, so they uh, they resemble the herons. Is that how you say that? Herons? H-E-R-O-N. That is a kind of bird, but they're more related to the rails. And I really still don't know what a rail bird is. Let's see. The family name of these cranes is Gruidae. Gruidae, uh, they are of the order Gruiformes or Gruiformes. Uh, that is it for the birds, maybe. Number two for crane, any of several herons. Oh, that's the end of that. Okay, any of several herons. For some reason, that does not sound like that's the way that you need to say that word. Heron? How else would you say it? It's not heron. It's not... I think it's heron. Just sounds weird to me. Okay, three. An often horizontal projection swinging about a vertical axis. As, 3A, a machine for raising, shifting, and lowering heavy weights by means of a projecting swinging arm or with the hoisting apparatus supported, supported on an overhead track. This is all about physics. Uh, and as the years have gone on, we've been able to make bigger cranes, more sophisticated cranes. Um, they, it's, There's a vertical thing that goes up, and then there's a horizontal piece that goes out from there, and it needs to be counterbalanced. So, you know, you'll see very large weights on the back end of a crane so it doesn't topple over when you've got, you know, a big thing sticking out real far over in one direction, and then it's, you know, having to pick up heavy things as well, you got to make sure that it's uh, weighted correctly. Okay, where were we? 3B, an iron arm in a fireplace for supporting kettles. I don't think a lot of people have these in their fireplaces anymore. 3C, a boom for holding a motion picture or television camera. A boom, it's just a big a big pole, basically, that goes out. You could put a microphone, but usually, yeah, it's for, uh, for a camera on a big crane. You can 
You could do real, real fancy shots. You can have them go up high, 50 feet, 100 feet, whatever it is. So you get really cool shots. Uh, these days, uh, depending on the situation, they probably use uh, drones for those shots a lot of the times. Okay, the etymology is, uh, let's see, Middle English, Old English, akin to the Old High German krano, which means crane, from the Greek geramos, no, notes, it's an N, geranos, also from Latin grus, but it doesn't say what geranos or grus mean, so I don't know, I don't know what it is. I also still don't know anything about why cranberry is cranberry, because it was basically craneberry. But maybe maybe this next one will help us. Slurp. Slurp? Second form of crane. This is a verb from 1570, starting with transitive. One, to raise or lift by, or as if by, a crane. The crane is craning. Something else that is craning sometimes. Number two, to stretch, as the neck, toward an object of attention. It can be, you know, you're like stretching your head and your neck out to go see something, but you can't really move your body. Um, as in, craning her neck to get a better view. Those were transitive. Now we have intransitive. One, to stretch one's neck toward an object of attention. Almost exactly the same, as in, I craned out of the window of my compartment. What? I craned out of the window of my compartment. So is it just stretching the neck out of the window? That is a quote from Webb Waldron. That's their name, Webb Waldron. Number two, the synonym is hesitate. If you crane, you hesitate. Okay. Okay, so why are cranberries called cranberries? Are they hesitating? Are they sticking their neck out? Are they how do they grow? I don't know. Maybe maybe the bird, maybe the bird crane eats the cranberries. Maybe they live in the same area. Is that possible? If you know, let me know. Next is crane fly, two words, noun from 1658, any of a family of long-legged, slender, dipterin flies that resemble large mosquitoes, but do not bite. And the family name is Tipulidae. Long-legged, slender, dipterin, are they, so are they crane flies because they kind of look like the crane bird, which I think has large, long legs. Uh, do they, why, 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 why? Moving on to slurp. Crane's bill. One word, crane's bill. Noun from 1548. And we have the number one definition for the word geranium, which is a plant, right? A flower, something you could also call it crane's bill. Maybe it looks like the bill of a bird crane. Next. Sleep. It is crany or cranio. This is a prefix. It just means 
cranium, which is, you know, it's your head, it's your forehead, your skull, your that whole area, the cranium. As in the example, craniate. Um, also, it could mean cranial and. So either cranium or cranial and. As in the example, craniosacral. And we are going to learn about craniosacral and other words like this in tomorrow's episode. Next, slurp. It is cranial with an L at the end. Adjective from 1800, one of or relating to the skull or cranium. And number two, this synonym is cephalic. Cranially is an adverb. Yeah, you, if you slam your head into the wall, you are hitting the wall cranially. But don't do that. All right, we have one more for this episode. Slurp. It is cranial index. Two words, noun from 1868. The ratio multiplied by 100 of the maximum breadth of the bare skull to its maximum length from front to back. So it is basically the size of your skull. The width, the length, and you, they do some math, and then you get the cranial index. I should figure out what my cranial index is. I think it's rather large. And most of that, it's not because I have a big brain. It's because the skull is very thick. Um, okay, so the words were cramp, 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 crampon, cranberry, cranberry bush, crane, crane, crane fly, crane's bill, craney, cranial, and cranial index. Hmm. Well, let's see. Nothing is really jumping out at me. I mean, we could go that route. Hmm, 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 hmm. We're going to get some more cranial, cranio words tomorrow, so maybe I will want to pick one of those. Um, this is dumb. Um, I guess maybe I'll just pick cranberry as the word of the episode. I've got some cranberry juice in the fridge right now. The bottle's almost out. Cranberries are good for your system. That's all I gotta say about that. Okay. There are no holidays. We did, we finished that a while ago, so I'm sorry if you're here to listen to the holidays, but uh, no, we're here to talk about the words, and that's what that's what this is all about. Um, yeah, okay, we're gonna end it. End it. We gotta end it. Thank you very much for listening, and until next time, this is Spencer Dispensing Information. Goodbye.